at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. All right, our favorite person is with us today, our ethnobotanist, our medicine man, joins us now on the line, Jean-Francois Sobieski. And we're talking all things plant medicine, and he is with us. I think we're going to see him on our Facebook page. So do join us as well on Facebook. We are live on Facebook on SAFM, and uh, we're also going to be on Twitter as well. Okay, Jean, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Good afternoon. Camilo, hi. How How are are you? you? How are you? I'm very well, thanks. I'm very well, thanks. It's lovely talking to you, Sean. Um, you want us to talk about sage today. Sage is, is great. <laughs> what yeah. is, what's so wonderful about sage? So sage, um, you know, um, when I was doing my research on it, um, and I've known for quite a long time, sage has got, um, it's it's basically it's been used by Native American uh, people um, as a as a relaxing tea and also for strengthening um, children even. And um, the thing about sage has got various uses. Um, it's very high in antioxidants um, and it also helps to actually lower cholesterol. And um, th- the plant is actually very very useful for people for women who have got hot flushes. Um, Salvia officinalis, which is uh, what it's called, it's uh, it's um, native to the uh, Mediterranean region, um, but it's also gone. Its relatives, actually, white sage, are being are used in, by the Native American people. So sage has got many um, types of sage around the world, but the normal sage we know is a very potent medicinal plant. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it's very very potent. And and how do you grow it, um, um, Jean? In terms of you know being able to grow it in your own garden. It's it's um, not it's not diff- it's not a diff- not a fussy grower. It's, it's easy to grow. Um, it likes uh, sandy, well-drained soils. Um, it likes a lot of sun, um, and it's it's basically also it likes a uh, pH of about six to seven in the in the uh, soil. But it loves it loves uh, it thrives in sandy soils. So it's not it's not difficult to grow. Um, and one can make basically, Pinella, uh, how you'd use it. You can make a tea out of it. Mm. And you know, like we were talking, I think last week about rosemary, and you know, the um, overall effect of rosemary is quite stimulating. So what I've what I've actually occurred, what occurs to me is that sage is kind of like the opposite. It's actually very relaxing. It's very good for um, drinking to relax the nervous system. It helps to uh, dilate the uh, blood vessels. It lowers cholesterol, like I say. So it's a very, it's actually a very useful herb that a lot of people might not realize is a very profound medicine Hmm. for the heart and for the nervous system. Yeah. You you know, we spoke spoke a little bit about pairing foods so that you get the best um, out of the specific properties of each plant. How best would you be able to to consume this? So uh, apart from it being a tea. Um, well, you know, people use it in, in cooking and in roast, roast, uh, roast cooking, etc. But um, I think that the, the best way of using this either is a tincture. You can add it to alcohol and you can drink it as a, as a, as a tincture, as um, drops, alcoholic drops. Mm-hmm. But I think a tea is really useful because um, we, we're so accustomed to having it as a food or as a spice only. But if you have a bit more um, as a tea every day, you're actually going to be keeping your whole system clean. Also, it has very good antibacterial properties. Um, so it helps to keep the system uh, clean from pollutants, you know, tox, um, oxidants. So pollution, 
um, all the things, you know, the carcinogens we eat, all the burnt food. So whenever we eat burnt food, we actually are eating carcinogenic or cancer-promoting substances. So all these foods we've been talking about, pomegranate juice, uh, lemon, garlic, um, uh, sage, they all help the body to mop up those toxins and get rid of those toxins. So I would suggest people start drinking or growing their own sage and, uh, and making it as a tea and drinking it every day, small mm. amounts, you know. So, yeah. No, that's absolutely wonderful to hear. Uh, the one other thing that you want us to talk about, um, you're calling it is umsuzwane. Yeah, um, Pimela, we were um, we were discussing um, what was that now the other day, but the lipia is a is basically um, it's called fever bush. It's a very lemon-smelling um, herb that you can you often see in the bush felt, um in South Africa. It actually grows very close to umkhlenyani. Often I see them paired, you know, growing together. Um, it's, uh, it's like I say, it's called lipia javanica or fever bush. Um, that plant is very, very good for treating colds and flus. Um, and you could say it's, uh, this is what I was thinking, it's, um, it's like an African vix. You know, we were talking about the eucalyptus and the vix. Opening up sinuses. Yes. Yeah. So you can actually classify the lipia as a. You can say it's the South African Vicks plant. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, So people have used it uh, locally uh, in in steaming for steaming, for um, in teas, um, for colds and flus. It lowers the uh, fever temperature. So when you have a a flu or a viral infection, it's very good in lowering uh, the fever. and I see a lot of it when I go for walks, uh, take people on some plant walks, and there's a lot of it growing around. Um, and in fact, I'm doing a plant walks soon um, with the, all the rains and bringing up the, uh, that are making the plants grow now back. Uh, back. And uh, so people can always contact me about that if they want to join. So where I, um, on my webpage and on Twitter, um, so where I go, there's a lot of lipia growing around. Um, and it's a lovely smelling plant. It's, it smells of lemon, a uh, very lemony smell. So it's a fantastic plant. Um, they actually make a tea out of it in other African countries. It's called Musukunjani. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Musukun, Musukujani tea bags. And so in some countries, I think Malawi, um, in Botswana, they actually um, have the tea that's readily available in tea bags. So it's, it's quite a popular tea in other countries. So we can, we can actually develop it, um, make a lot of things from it. It's a very powerful essential oil. Um, I know some institution, institutes, research institutes have been making new products from it, like natural insecticides from mm-hmm. it. Um, so we can use it to the essential oils a lot um, in terms of uh, treating probably bacteria. It's very antimicrobial. Um, so there's a lot of product development that's possible around the plant. Here's an interesting question, Jean, that's just come through. And the question yes. is, um, yes, um, we can do we can do a lot with plants in terms of consuming them, but at a time like this around coronavirus and we've been encouraged to use disinfectants and sanitizers, is there anything we could use in the home to clean yes. the home and still feel safe uh, without having to use a strong, um, uh, yes. I think, disinfectants is what this person was yes. talking about here. Yes, well, this is one of the things, like um, sage, for example, has got a lot of activity, antibacterial properties against gram-positive and gram-negative bacteria. And, you know, there's a, 
often um, what I've what I've found is that uh, Camelo is that incenses like sage, because you know there's a lot of there's a particular type of sage called um, like I initially mentioned the white sage um, that is grown uh, that's from North America that people use in ceremonies to cleanse and smudge. They call it smudging. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but um, the smudging herbs are actually often antibacterial, so they can be used to clean the bacteria in the airspace. So I would say that normal sage can be also burned that way. In fact, when I've burned normal sage, it's not as strong as the white sage because the white sage is the one that you often, people use it in, um, yeah, in like sweat lodges and, uh, you know, those kind of ceremonies. Um, but the normal sage is actually very antibacterial. So to answer that question, I would say you can burn normal sage in the house um, and that will disinfect the, uh, the space. And it's very similar to Impepo. Is it's not actually a smudge. Impepo, you know, um, certain cultures are now using Impepo for smudging and for clearing space. It's not really traditionally used for that. It's used to invoke, uh, you know, for spiritual purposes, um, ancestors. Um, but regardless, um, Impepo does also, the smoke does disinfect bacteria. So if you fumigate your house with, um, you can fumigate your house with Impepo and actually keep it clean. But it's not actually used traditionally as a smudge per se. Okay. Yeah, so I would say sage. Sage oh. is a good one. Okay. Let's take a call from Wongiwe, who's calling us from Santon. Thanks for your patience, Wongiwe. Great. Hi. Welcome to so the show, Wongiwe. Thank you so much. A question for John. John, um, so I suffer for, um, with constipation, and I wanted to know, is there a plant or any type of herb that could help with that? Uh, sorry, with what? Constipation. Constipation. Oh, constipation. Yes. Um, well... It all depends on what's causing the constipation, if it's a chronic thing or an acute thing. Um, I would say the, the, the food plant, uh, food, um, plant foods that act as medicines is that you can eat a lot more papaya. Um, olive oil is actually very good for lubricating. Flax seeds. Flax seeds are very okay. nat- good natural anti, uh, uh, natural laxatives. Um, I'm always a little bit uh, hesitant to say, you know, the senna's because when people take senna cot or senna, the senna plant, for a long time it starts um, preventing normal functioning, you know. Um, but what, what's important is to identify what the cause of the constipation is. There are different causes. Some are stress-related. Some are, you know, actual, you know, the, the digestive system functioning um, uh, cause. Um, so you have to identify what's going on first, if it's acute, chronic, um, but I would say eating a lot more enzyme-rich food like papaya, um, olive oil, a tablespoon or two of olive oil is very anti-inflammatory. I actually often um, drink olive oil like that because it's just pure goodness. Um, one of, olive oil is one of those pure good things. Um, so, yeah, and, and flax seeds. Um, Bongi, is this new, this constipation problem you've had, or have you always had it all your life? Um, it's a recent thing. Recently, it's just gotten a bit more hectic, but it's something that I have always like suffered from. Mm. But it's just only recently become, you know, a more regular thing. And are uh. you have you changed your diet that you can maybe put or medication that you're on that's new? I think I think it could maybe just be the diet. I think maybe just because of lockdown, you know, like ah, working from home, yes. I've just been eating a yeah. lot more things that I haven't usually been eating. So that could be the main cause. I see. And, yeah. and, and, I mean, had you actually tried medicines at all, or is this maybe um, going to be your first attempt? 
in it will be my first attempt. I tried maybe remedies, but not medication as such. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say yeah. stick with the remedies for, for a while. Uh, what were you using, Bongiwe? Um, I was using, I, I'm not really sure what it was, but it was something that my aunt gave me and had mixed for me and with herbs as well. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure what it was, but it was supposed to obviously, you know, clean yes. and lubricate and help with that. But I've been drinking it for a while and not really like sure if it's actually working. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah. I think yeah, as you said, you know, Jean, maybe a few, a few different things that you can add onto your diet and change yeah. up. But yeah. anyway, if, if you've been under a lot of stress, um, there's a condition in Chinese medicine called yin deficiency and a kidney yin deficiency. So what happens is that it affects the digestive system and then people get constipation. So uh, have you been under a lot of stress or insecurity yeah, and yeah, stress yeah. for a while? Right. So my yeah, feeling was that it's possibly yeah. that when you were talking, I just pick up sometimes on those things. It's like, yeah, so what you would have, what you'd need to do is you'd need a consultation with a, with a nutritionist um, and then basically you look at yin, um, yin deficiency um, herbs to, to um, rectify the yin deficiency. And what that does is indirectly uh, treat the constipation. So there's a link between chronic stress and insecurity and constipation. There actually is a link there. So I'm happy to assist if you want to contact me. Um, you can find me through my website and then... You know, I've had a lot of cases where it's not actually food-related. It's more of this, what is called kidney yin deficiency, which leads to chronic constipation. Try that, Bongiwe. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I mean, give us a call again next week or maybe in two weeks' time, and let's see. Let's see how it goes. I will do. Thank yeah. you so much, Thank Carla. you so Thank much, you, John. Thanks very much. It's a pleasure. All right. Here's an SMS that's asking about getting rid of rats. Is there anything that we uh, – yeah, I mean – I suppose yeah, they don't want to kill rats in this, in, with using a trap. I I fully buy that. I get that. Um, sure. Um, I, the first thing that comes to mind, Pimelo, is um, other than pellet guns. No, I'm being I'm being horrible. Um, <laughs> is essential is essential oils. You know, you could put maybe essential oils around the house. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, I don't know. You'd have to experiment with, like, strong-smelling essential oils. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm imagining it's, it's more a deterrent. Than I, and I'd be interested to find out. So something maybe that you can clean your house yeah. with uh, on the floors, that's just going to, that smell, that's mm. going to um, just discourage them from coming through. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure there is. You know what I'll do is I'll do some research and then next week we can always follow up on that question. Okay. It's something I'm, I don't know, but I, I'm sure there's something that they don't like. So. All right. Let's take a quick break, Sean, and then we'll be back okay. with more after Great. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, so we're back with Jean-Francois Sobieski, and uh, he is our ethnobotanist, our plant medicine man, and uh, he takes all your questions and queries around plant medicines. If maybe you've got an ailment you're not sure what to do with, this is the time to ask the question 0891-104-207, or you can send a WhatsApp note on 0614-104-107. Here's a voice note for you, Jean. Good afternoon, Pamelo. Um, great show, great show. I mean... Uh, this uh, John really he knows his plants but I want him to touch on uh, which plants to eat or which herbs to eat when a, prob- when a person has got an eyesight 
problem and also to clean the kidneys. And also I want him to touch on the baobab uh, 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 tree um, fruit or whatever they call it because I see there's a lot of people that are selling white stuff and those things that they are calling them baobab trees. So if you can just touch on that. Thank you. Excellent question. Let's start with the baobab. Um, Jean? Yeah, the baobab is an incredible plant. I actually did quite a bit of uh, research and I was working with a company that uh, was exporting a lot of baobab powder. So baobab fruit is a very nutritious um, plant food. It's, um, it's very high in vitamin C and other antioxidants. And what's interesting is around Africa, they use baobab fruit powder to... Um, to reduce heat, so if it's a very if it's very hot, they actually use it to cool down. So it has some it has a property to to cool people down, and they actually use it in um, in ice creams, and uh, so they make ice creams out of baobab fruit powder. Um, it's it's really good uh, for that. Um, anti-inflammatory properties. It's 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 a very good alternative to vitamin C if you don't want to have vitamin C. You can use baobab powder in water and just drink it for its antioxidant uh, properties, um, Tamelo. So it's, it's, um, it's, very, it's becoming very popular overseas. So we have to sustainably harvest baobab and look after the baobab trees, of course. But it's, it's becoming quite a popular, popular remedy. Hmm. And um, no she also had other questions as well. Um, yes. Um, for the eyesight, yeah. yeah. So the eyesight, you basically want to eat as uh, uh, listeners as many as many um, strong antioxidant foods that are very rich in um, particular um, antioxidants, um, like lutein. It's called lutein. L u t i l u t e i n. Yes. Um, you can find that in bilberries. Um, you know, a lot of berries are really great for your eyes. So all berries, like I'm doing a lot of research into things like black currant. Um, I found some amazing, um, uh, find, um, amazing studies that show actually that like black currant is very neuroprotective. It actually prevents it, it prevents damage to the uh, brain neurons. So black currants actually protect your your brain from deterioration. Um, so all these berries, blueberries are very good for the eyes, bilberries, but especially bilberries um, themselves are very, very good. Um, I would say lemon. Lemon is a great protector of all membranes, you know, whether it's um, the veins and arteries um, and eyes. So lemon juice, I think we started the show with yes, lemon because it's did. such a profound yeah. medicine. Yeah. George, you're calling yeah. us from Zabediela. Hi. Hello, George. Hi, good afternoon, Pinelo. Thanks for calling, George. Hi, can you hear me? Uh, yes, yes, we yes. can. Okay. Um, I'm calling on behalf of my brother here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got an irregular heartbeat. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then he mm-hmm. consulted the doctor, and then he has been put on uh, warfarin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, is there anything that maybe he can take to maybe improve uh, mm-hmm. his heart mm-hmm. a bit? Jean? Yes, um, a very popular Western herb, it's actually European in origin, is hawthorn. It's called Crataegus, um, and it's called hawthorn, and that, that, that plant has got so much research around it for the use for the heart. It's basically, its affinity is the heart. It helps to regulate heartbeat, regulate heart blood, uh, blood pressure. Um, 
you would have to, I'm, I'm not sure if it, I have a feeling it might inter, uh, interact with warfarin on a, but, but not, not significantly. I'd have to check for you, but just check whether there is a side effect uh, or interaction contraindication with that. But a lot of people um, take Hawthorne to balance the heart rate. Um, and you can also take, uh, listen, uh, listener, you can also take the uh, magnesium. Magnesium is a mineral for the heart. So magnesium is a heart, min- um, a heart nutrient. Magnesium... And- it helps to balance the heart rate. It's very, very sorry, good. Sorry, sorry. George, you can find oh, magnesium sorry. even the, the at the... The line is breaking a bit. Yeah. You, uh, you, you can find magnesium, magnesium. At, 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 the, yes. at, the, at the chemist even. A normal yes. chemist. Just ask them for those uh, herbal uh, magnesium. And hawthorn. You will and find lots of hawthorn um, in, you know, in the chemists. Um, but just check, uh, ask the pharmacist about the warfarin. I'm not 100% sure. It has got some contraindications, but... Just check first, but I have a feeling it's okay. George, I'm going to. to I'm just going to just oh, also okay, so ask the the producers will help you. It's hawthorn and as well as magnesium. Okay, but I think us let let your brother ask the doctor if there's a problem with the medication being mixed with hawthorn. Okay, George. Yeah, it's H A W and then T H O R N hawthorn. George, are you still there? Oh, hawthorn magnesium. Yes, the producer yes, will, will, will help you uh, with what with that, and then the, just double check with the doctor if you can take hawthorn with the medication he's on. But you can take magnesium, okay, George? Yeah, right. you can always contact me. At, you know, then I can try and help you myself. If you know, if you find my details, then after the show. Okay, well, we, we, we've handed him okay. over. We'll give him your details okay. there. Um, yeah. Let's go to some voice note. There is, um, no, it's not a voice note. Please advise. No, this is not the right one. We've spoken about rats. <laughs> <laughs> there is one about a blood pressure, um, Jean, a blood pressure. Yeah, blood pressure is, um, it, you know, needs it needs a whole nutritional kind of look at what you're doing at your stress levels because, too much salt, obviously, simple things like too much salt in your diet, too much stress will all increase your blood pressure. Um, it, uh, when I remember the foods we've already covered, um, basically garlic is very good for um, lowering blood pressure. So you can actually use it for lowering blood pressure. Uh, lemon is very good for that. Um, specific herbs. That, in fact, the hawthorn would actually be, funny enough, would be very good for blood pressure. It's actually one of the best plants for blood pressure mm-hmm. control. Um, I am just trying to think of other you know, things now. You, you've spoken yeah. a lot. We've spoken a lot, and I, it comes through everywhere, um, Jean. This this thing yeah. about stress, and and yeah. I, I wonder yeah. if you know, in as much as there are medicines that psychiatrists would prescribe for people who are stressed, yeah. would yeah. there be anything to kind of? And I, I bet you, many people at the moment are going through this. Um, yeah, you know, South Africans yeah. are unemployed. We are just going through the most exactly. at the moment. What can exactly. people take to? I suppose to just um, is would it be a relaxant what would it be yes um Pimela, i think i think you've you've hit a very important nerve there so to speak mm. i think we should even um carry that through to next week why don't we do that like you know talk all about the nervous system nerve stress and what we can do but basically um what i'm finding working very well we mentioned it briefly last week is a plant called it's actually um indian in origin it's mm-hmm. called withania somnifera Mm-hmm. Um, we can, I'll put that. What I'll do, I'm gonna make a note of that. I'm gonna put it into a Twitter feed, 
um, so that people can see what its what its name is. Um, ashwagandha. It's called ashwagandha, or Withania somnifera, and that plant is very very good for helping the adrenal glands cope with stress. Um, it's often found. How would in you consume Indian, it? What, what is it like? Is it like a powder? What, what it's, is it um, like? You actually find it also um, natural. It's become. It's from India, but it's become naturalized here. So you actually see it on the plant walks that I go on, also uh, along the way. So what you do is the top parts of the plant, mm-hmm. and this is why it's very, very important not to go and try and harvest your own plants if you don't know exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm. Pimelo, because the top parts are not edible. They're quite toxic. Mm-hmm. If you eat the leaves, you poison, you know, you can get sick and mm-hmm. poison yourself. Mm-hmm. But the roots are like an African, gins- uh, they call it Indian ginseng. Mm-hmm. So the roots, what you do is you take off the outer root bark, mm-hmm. and that's got lots of uh, chem- chemicals called alkaloids, which help to relax the, the nervous system and help the adrenals work. So what I do is I take that uh, parts of the root of the plant. I never take the whole plant out because you kill the plant. So you take some of the roots, thank the plant, and then you go and make medicine. And what you do is <laughs> you pull the, the pull the roots and you put it into alcohol, into your cane spirit, you know, you know mm-hmm. uh, or vodka, and then you make a tincture, your own uh, schnapps. And then you take a bit of that. Yeah. Listen, then, some of us don't yes. drink the... <laughs> Yes, no, so, no, sure. So, um, you know why I like it, because it preserves it forever, and you can have it 20 years down the line, it's still got your medicine. But what what a lot of people you can do is um, you grind, you take the roots, and then you dry the roots in semi-sun, never full sun. Mm-hmm. Full sun robs the power of um, okay. uh, of the plant a bit. Mm-hmm. And then you grind that into a powder, and you can put that you can put that in water, or just take it quarter, you know, from the palm, mm-hmm. or put it in the capsules. The, the, it's an expensive product so uh, if people yeah i would suggest people if if people want to learn how to harvest plants and all that they can come on my on my walks with me i'll show them exactly how but i would really caution not to um go and just try and find plants that you're not 100 percent sure of because with uh, with saying it looks like other plants which can be very toxic but the roots of the ashwagandha plant and what i would suggest is maybe we cover a bit more of that of all this next week, but it's called um, Withania somnifera. I'll do a Twitter feed on it for um, Life Matters, and then that is very good. But in con- a combination, I find a combination of um, Withania with uh, Korean ginseng and uh, licorice works really, really well for people who want to have like a formula for stress. Um, people can contact me about that. I, I, I that's my work as I. I kind of do uh, formulations and, uh, you know, do these things for people. But um, withania is a really good one. Uh, it's called – and the interesting thing is that it's got the same uses here than in India. So here they call it ubuvimba. And ubuvimba means like a curing all diseases. And it's actually quite a good name because withania also is used for wound healing. It's got very good antibacterial properties. And, of course, as a tonic, it boosts your whole system. So – John, we're going to have to leave it there because we've run out of time. So John's website is phytoalchemy.co.za. It's P-H-Y-T-O-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.co.za where you can get all that information. We've just gone 2 o'clock now. Let's go to Amanda Machaka for the latest in SABC News.